Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning, everybody. I am Bart Winkler in for Bill Ryder. As the 4th of July holiday approaches us, big difference in traffic already. I don't know where you are if, if you notice that, whether it's a larger city or a little small town America, there's a, there's a lot less traffic on the roads for me to get to where I needed to get to today, which is always nice. For a long time, I was used to driving on the road at 5.30 in the morning for my radio show, and then uh, I do shows later in the day or sometimes in the evening, and I'm, like, astounded that there's traffic. Yeah, you know, people are trying to get places. People are trying to get places. And if your city's like my city, Milwaukee, as soon as it hits 50 degrees in the spring, the orange cones go up. I mean, I don't even know what they're working on, but they're, I don't even... And maybe it's just to give people jobs, which is, I'm not going to argue against that, but it's just like, hey, that road, we're going to repair it. The roads that need repair never get repaired. It's always, let's give that one a facelift for the eighth time. Hey, whatever. Takes a little longer to get to work. Maybe you go on a detour route, see more of your beautiful city. Again, wherever you may be, we're happy you're with us here. Bart Winkler in for Bill Ryder today. Ryder than you, 855-212-4227. Tom's here with us, of course, and uh, should be a good time. Jeff Zilgit going to join us in the next hour, talk some NBA. Free agency starts tomorrow. Teams are already, you know, chatting and talking, and we might see some stuff happen. We had on earlier in the week Jake Fisher with Yahoo Sports, and he had told us something to the extent of, yeah, there's like stuff going on and stuff I've heard, but I can't really report on it because it's illegal. Um, the the things that are going on, 
Brian Windhorse of ESPN, he sort of had a similar uh, saying the other day when he was on TV. He's like, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff being talked about. So maybe we see a lot of fireworks. Maybe we don't. Pun not intended on the 4th of July holiday weekend. Pun not intended. But it seems like we're going to see a lot of guys in the NBA stay where they are. It seems like we'll see Kyrie stay where he is. It seems like we'll see James Harden stay where he is. It looked like Zion was going to get traded. Now I guess not. Damian Lillard back and forth. Who knows? Who cares? So we'll find out here. Uh, Maybe tonight things start trickling. And by tomorrow, we should have a lot of information. And it will be... uh, Interesting to see if there's a lot of staying or if it's a lot of going and if there's any uh, fire to a lot of the smoke that we are hearing or hearing that there is smoke and not being told. Yeah, I got this great hot rumor. Cool. What is it? Can't tell you. All right. Hey, you guys, if you only knew what was going on in the NBA, please share. Nah, not not you're not at that level. You're, that's not your pay grade. Well, then why are you, why are you teasing me with a little morsel of news if you're not going to give it to me so hopefully there's some stuff we'll see big story in sports last night domingo herman with a a perfect game not just the no hitter but the perfect game for the new york yankees against the oakland a's this is the 24th perfect game in baseball history friend of show cbs anchor maybe he's in today i don't know emmanuel barbari had a tweet he said there were six perfect games between 2009 and 2012, should have been seven with the uh, Galarraga game. The um, six games in between those in the between those years. Then there was an 11 year gap until the next one. So for a while there was like perfect game fatigue. Is is perfect? This is a perfect game again. Ah, oh, geez, these happen all the time. And that was an era, and still is, where strikeouts were happening more, and you know people were going for the three true outcomes and there's a lot of strikeouts because people are trying to hit home runs, but it's been 11 years since the last perfect game. And I think that was a special night and uh, very cool to see a great moment. And Herman's been struggling. He's like a 500 pitcher. He had a suspension a while back for too much Rosen uh, that he was using. It's, it's always interesting to see some of these guys are like, like Nolan Ryan's one of the best pitchers of all time. He threw seven, no hitters. And then there's other guys that get a no-hitter or a perfect game that you never you never hear from again. When uh, it happened with Galarraga, like right away we all knew, like, oh, Armando Galarraga for the Lions, or the Lions, the Tigers, Detroit, and Jim Joyce had ruled the play incorrectly at first base. We were kind of like, oh, man, this is like going to be the, we knew, this is going to be the peak of this guy's career. You got to give it to him. You got 11 habit, but that wasn't. To be so, congrats to the uh, Yankees and Domingo Herman. Uh, Twelve thousand people last night saw that at the A's stadium. I think you know Yankees fans are maybe trickling in. I still, I'm not going to criticize A's fans for not showing up. Why would they give their owner a dollar? That's part of the long play. I still wish that that wasn't going to happen. I don't understand why Las Vegas won't just wait for an expansion team. I don't understand why Rob Manfred so. In John Fisher's pocket, the owner there, when he could just, you know, not be. John Fisher's not doing anything to help the game of baseball, but Rob Manfred is letting it happen on his watch. Don't like it. Big free agent news in the NFL yesterday, or at least contract extension signing news. Big signing. I saw a report 
that had the Patriots signing a wide receiver. And I thought that was going to be DeAndre Hopkins. He had been visiting with the Titans and the Patriots that we know of. Free agent DeAndre Hopkins, of course, I still think, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the league knows something that that we don't, that I don't, that he is. Is he washed? Does he want too much money? I mean, DeAndre Hopkins for a long time, that that Hopkins-Watson duo, I mean, they have fallen, but that was that was something to be reckoned with for Houston. And it doesn't look like Hopkins is going to reunite with Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, but I don't know where he's going to end up. I still think a team like the Chiefs and the Bills, both of those teams reportedly had trade talks with the Cardinals, but couldn't agree on anything. So there is some interest there from what we know, but I think DeAndre Hopkins, I'm kind of surprised that he's not signed. Then again, there's not a lot of rush. Maybe he wants to wait and not do a training camp. Some of these veterans will do that, but at some point you would think that he's going to latch on to a team. And I do think that he is of a level where he could really improve a team that's pretty close. Now, what would he do for new England? Would he take new England to another level? I don't know. They seem to be pretty happy with Devontae Parker. They're also saying that, re-signing and extending Devontae Parker isn't going to affect their decision on if they can make a DeAndre Hopkins move or not. But they bring in, uh, bring back Devon, uh, Devon, Devontae Parker um, entering the final year of his deal. It's a new year, three years through 2025. So Devontae Parker is going to be a Patriot for a while. Remember when the Dolphins signed and traded for Tyreek Hill, Parker was kind of the odd man out and it was odd because the Dolphins like let him pick where he wanted to go. Like all of a sudden Devante Parker had all this trade clout. I mean, he was an okay receiver. He's had some really big games, but I think he's another one of these guys that, you know, we look at in fantasy terms and think, Oh yeah, he's, he can score a lot of points, but I don't know what his impact is. He didn't do much for new England last year. He had 31 catches last year. 539 yards and three touchdowns. That was in 13 games. So he played a good chunk of the season with only 31 receptions. New England going to try to turn things around a little bit. They've got Bill O'Brien back. So another one of Bill Belichick. If you're ever Bill Belichick's friend, he'll let you try to flourish somewhere. You'll usually fail. And then he'll bring you back three seasons now since Tom Brady. It's already been three seasons since them and Brady have moved on. They made the playoffs once. Haven't been terrible. Haven't been good. 7-9, and 10-7, and 8-9. And, and the last couple of years with Mac Jones. And so the Patriots, you look at what they're doing and you look at this division. It's got the New York Jets who are totally all in. Right? They've got Aaron Rodgers. They're very happy about this. They feel like they were a quarterback away. They have a good running game. We'll see when Brees Hall comes back. They're very happy with their wide receivers. They are very happy with their defense. They think they're a quarterback away. They bring in Aaron Rodgers. Can he be that quarterback? Either way, the Jets are, they are expected to be good. They are expected to be contenders, all right? The Miami Dolphins. Yes, there is the question with Tua, and will he get hurt again? I think you can say that with any quarterback, but Tua's had concussion history, including two in six days last year. So there is a question mark about that. Otherwise they've got a pretty good team. They've got uh good complimentary pieces. They could be in the market for Delvin cook, but then again, so could new England. Uh, and I think they like their defense too. So Miami's going to contend. And then Buffalo, I know there's some problems with Stefan Diggs, or maybe there's not, it's kind of hard to read that situation, 
but Josh Allen's there. They like their defense. And so every team in the AFC East, I think, has Super Bowl sights in mind. I think the Bills think there's a path for them to go to a Super Bowl this year. I think the Jets certainly think that. And I, I think the Dolphins certainly think that too. So then what do the Patriots do? What do the Patriots do? If you are a team that doesn't want to rebuild, they've got Bill Belichick there, you know, Robert Kraft, they're, they're not, they don't want to rebuild. They don't want to tear it down to the skids. Bill Belichick doesn't want to do that. You know, Greg Popovich did it. Another coach will say with wisdom and experience instead of saying old. Uh, Greg Popovich did it. He was rewarded, but Bill Belichick doesn't want to do that. He, he just wants to try to win football games, and maybe there's still part of him that wants to prove he can do it without Brady, as Brady proved he can do it without Bill. Granted, that team was very good, but he still did it. Brady did it. Brady won a Super Bowl outside of that combo. And I don't know that the pressure's there on Belichick, but you know he's motivated to do it. They've just been right around 500, though. If you're an average team, what what is the... It, it's It's hard to... Try to figure out what you do if if you know you're not going to win a Super Bowl, but you also don't want to tank. You're just kind of floating in the water there. You're just kind of hanging out. You don't want to tear it down to the skids, and you also don't you can't go all in. And a big question with this is is Mac Jones any good? Let me here's a hypothetical uh, roster for you, Tom. I'll bring you in on this. Let's say that the Patriots do sign DeAndre Hopkins. Let's say they also signed Delvin Cook, okay? So now all of a sudden, the New England Patriots have Mac Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, Delvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Parker, Juju Smith-Schuster, Mike Kosicki, and Hunter Henry. How many, how many games does that team win? Is that a good team? It seems like a good team? Or is it a past-their-prime team? I think that's a good team on paper that could that could be a wild card team. I think all that talent that you're saying they hypothetically could sign would put them in the running for a wild card spot. They wouldn't automatically make it. Either. The AFC is too good for that. But this team needs so much talent. They don't have enough dudes on this roster right now. Well, the guy, if we even take the guys they have, Stevenson and Parker and Juju and Hunter Henry and Gasicki, you would need to add a DeAndre Hopkins or a Delvin Cook. That does make it much more attractive again on paper. I think the question comes back to Mac Jones. Like if you give if you give all those weapons to Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow or if any of the top quarterbacks in the league are on this team, I think you're thinking the Patriots are going to sleepwalk to the Super Bowl. But the big question for me, Tom, is Mac Jones. I mean, let's not forget Bart. Mac Jones was benched at a point last season for Bailey Zappi. I'll say that again. Oh, yeah. Bailey Zappi. I, I did forget. I, I, he, was the, he was the Patriots version of Mike White. These guys come in, have one good game, and you're like, and they were like, oh, Bailey Zappi. This is kind of like a Tom Brady thing. His, his Matt, I mean, we're so desperate for Tom Brady, at least in New England, to come back. Mac Jones, two years ago, 3,800 yards. 22 and 13 last year, 3000 yards about uh, 14 touchdowns, 11 picks. He's not, he's not bad, but he's just, he's like the perfect description of what this Patriots team is. They are just right in the middle. And so I don't know if things are going to break for them or what, but in that division, in that conference, I don't know if it would 
suit them better to just say, "All right, we we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything anytime soon. Let's let's tank or or rebuild and, and try again in a few years. Otherwise, they're just gonna stumble to eight and nine, nine and eight, and I don't I don't think that benefits anybody in that uh, situation. So I don't know what they do. That's tough. And I mean, part of it with Mac Jones last season having that regression, the Patriots organization did him zero favors. And I really say the Patriots organization, I mean, Bill Belichick, they had Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Judge was basically Mac's quarterback coach, and Matt Patricia was basically the OC because Bill refused to hire one last season. Neither of those two coaches had ever worked on the offensive side of the ball. So they did their young quarterback no favors last year, and it showed. Yeah, what was the point of Matt Patricia? He's a defensive guy. He's a Belichick he running around guy. on the offense. I mean, you pointed it out earlier. He hires his friends. He hires guys that he's comfortable with. He was comfortable with Matt Patricia. Oh, Matt, you don't know the offensive side of the ball? No problem. I'm Bill Belichick. I'll make up for it. Well, that didn't work. So does this era of Patriots football, does it tarnish Bill? Because I, I think a lot. I do think a lot about Popovich, that he's this all-time great coach. And, you know, he's won all these titles. And in the last few years, the Spurs have been terrible. But everybody looks at that situation and says, you know, that's just Popovich. He just gets to coach now. He's just enjoying coaching these young guys. Now there's going to be a little more expectation because they got Webb and Yama, the number one overall pick. I don't know that I don't I don't know that it tarnishes Bill's legacy, but it also it just it's weird that he's still coaching. I don't think he needs the coach. He doesn't look like he's enjoying himself. It seems to be more of a job for Bill Belichick than it is for any of the other 31 coaches. I never thought Bill had to win a Super Bowl post Tom Brady, but he needs to have more success than he's having right now. I mean, they're flirting with the 500 record. He hasn't won a playoff game since TB12 left. Like it's it's felt worse than it's actually been. But I th- I think he needs to win a playoff game this year. Yeah, I think that at some point that's going to have to happen. And I don't know much how much longer he coaches. But again, the AFC is more loaded than ever. And just getting in is going to be a challenge. We looked at teams yesterday that, oh my gosh, one of these teams won't get in. We didn't even mention the Patriots at that point. And if they get in, that means a team like the Chargers or the Ravens or the Chiefs or somebody doesn't. And I don't know that there's a spot for New England, but it'll be interesting to see. And it doesn't seem like they're, it doesn't seem like they're going all in, or it doesn't seem like they're pushing to be one of those playoff teams. It seems like they are playing and signing guys to be nine and eight. That's what it seems like. I said for a long time with the Green Bay Packers that they were built to lose in the NFC Championship game. Like they had a good team, they had a good quarterback, there were some holes on defense, there was one or two moves they could make. That was a team that was built to lose in the NFC Championship game, and then they did that three out of six years. The Patriots are a team that is built to go 9-8. and eight. Not worse, not better, but just built to go 9-8. and eight. So I think it was a little head-scratching, the Devontae Parker signing, or I should say extension, just because there's another wide receiver out there that we think is better, and also Parker did not do that well last year, and also we can't really tell what the Patriots are up to. Everybody else is in the race and they're just like spinning in a circle. It's like, you got, you got to go somewhere. What are you doing? So interesting signing 
there. 855-212-4227. Much more to come on the NFL. Travis Kelsey doesn't mind being underpaid. We'll get into that in a little bit. Talk some NBA with Jeff Zilgit next hour. In for Bill Ryder, I'm Bart Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. CBS Sports Radio. My name is Bart Winkler, in for Bill Ryder. Talk some NBA with Jeff Zilgit coming up in about 40 minutes. I got an email uh, while we were talking, and I got excited because it just said it was from notifications. That's what, it's, that's what the sender's name is. And then it says, you have a new balance. And so I was like, oh, sweet. I got paid somewhere because I have like 10 jobs right now. It's kind of a weird time, but that's what I'm doing. Uh, And then I was like, oh, where did I get paid? And then it was from the the doctor. So they instead of (laughs) instead of you have a bill to pay, it says you have a new balance. Isn't that misleading? Extremely. (laughs) You have a new balance. Balance means the amount of money I have. That's how they get you to open that email, though. Yes, I opened it, and then, but the doctor visit. So I, you want to know about my ailments, Tom? I can tell you. Sure. I I am one of the many millions of Americans struggling with plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so it hurts to walk. My heels. Always, I wake up, rub a tennis ball on my feet. So that's fun. But I, I, I diagnosed it. You know, you go to WebMD and you diagnose it. And then I was like, well, I should go to the doctor, I guess. Everyone's like, go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Okay. So I went to the doctor and I told him what was wrong. He goes, you have plantar fasciitis. I go, yeah, that's what I thought. He goes, anything else? I'm like, not really. He goes, all right, well, I'll print out a thing of exercises you can do. That'll be $300. Okay. <laughs> and is that uh, yeah. is that it that this is with you for 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 life for a few years? How long does this stay with you? Oh, I don't know. Well, we're still we're still looking for a cure um on plantar fasciitis. 
I believe I'm going to, because I'm going to be a spokesman for this horrendous affliction. And I was thinking I should do a run walk to raise money, but then I realized none of us can walk. So I can't do that. No, I just I just got to do exercises and like, I don't know, it'll go away. But it's I think it's just being old. Sometimes athletes get it. The, Malcolm Brogdon's been suffering with it, but Malcolm Brogdon's an athlete. I'm just, I'm just some, some lump of skin. I think I learned about it when uh, when Tim Duncan had it. That's when I learned about. Uh, oh Bash yeah, TD. Yeah, yeah. It, you know what's funny with sports is uh, if you think you like sports, that's great, but you end up having to. I would tell any I would tell any sports broadcaster that's aspiring to. Take some classes in college from a medical standpoint and then also math. Because we, 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 how much do we talk about the games? A little bit. But we talk about, yeah, this guy hurt his trapezius muscle. The what now? And then we're talking about all these different muscles that we never knew and bones. And then, oh, yeah, this salary contract, there's a second apron for this and a third apron. Well, what are we? So I would I would recommend that. That you be more verse. If you think, oh, I like sports. I like to watch sports. Mm, there's so much more to it I've found out over the years. But plantar fasciitis. Uh, I, I am one of the many sufferers in in America that deal with this on a daily basis. And the thing is, sometimes it goes away. So t- sometimes I'm like, hey, I want, I, I'm a survivor. And then uh, and then the next day I can't get out of bed. So just just something more about me. Uh, and my and my ailments, uh, if you are curious. Speaking of finances, the new collective bargaining agreement is out for the NBA. We had some inkling of what it was, but it was a finally finally released to the teams. It is six hundred and seventy six pages, and cap experts throughout the NBA have to try to like get their heads around it before free agency starts, which is tomorrow. So they've got to read 676 pages and uh, get a good grasp on what's happening. Basically, here's some of the new changes that are in, like, layman's terms. There is going to be, as reported, the in-season tournament, and that will start this year. All 30 teams are going to be a part of this in-season tournament. We've talked about this a little bit, but the in-season tournament is going to also count for the regular season. So some of the games that they play, you'll look at the schedule and it will say Spurs at Thunder, NBA regular season, comma, whatever, you know, all-state in-season tournament or whatever they're calling it, you know, whoever sponsors it. Then there's going to be a group stage, which I think those games, the knockout rounds still count for the regular season. It sounds like there's going to be a patch of the regular season that's not actually scheduled. And then teams will find out who they play because they don't want to add too many games. There's going to be one game added, and that will be the championship game. But if you don't know who you're playing in the tournament, then there's going to be games that are unscheduled, I guess. That's that's going to be a headache for people, I think, for teams, for broadcasters, for fans. Players on all the four teams will be compensated financially, and all of the games except for the championship will count as part of the 82-game regular season schedule. But you don't know who you're playing in the knockout round. So there'll be about, when the schedule comes out, there'll be about a two-week gap where they'll have to schedule the tournament games, and then I guess they'll have to like schedule other teams. That's, that's going to be weird. That's going to be weird. 
on paper, you're like, okay, well, whatever. In practice, that's going to be weird. People, That's going to confuse people. So good job, Adam Silver. There is a second salary apron, which I think I'm losing people. I'm losing myself a little bit. Basically, it's going to prevent teams from spending as much money as they were, which is going to hurt teams. They they want the NBA under this structure wants teams to be able to draft and develop their own players and then afford them the opportunity to keep and pay those players. What they don't want is for the rich to get richer sort of thing. They don't want teams that have already spent a lot of the money to then be the teams that can get the buyout market to bring in more guys, or they can use a different guy in. Some of the moves that were made last year, not consequential, um, like Joe Ingles to the Bucks and John Wall to the Clippers and Gallinari to the Celtics. I mean, those guys were used sparingly. Wall ended up being released, but it's not like they, it's not like they made a difference. It's not like, but the, the teams can't do that anymore. So essentially, owners, there's no hard cap, but owners are kind of putting in a situation where there is a hard cap. And these changes to the CBA are not necessarily great for the players. Uh, A lot of people have looked at these and thought the players got a raw deal. The things that have benefited the players are teams can sign three two-way players instead of two. So there's like another... 30 jobs, essentially. But then also, they can smoke marijuana now. There's no anti-drug testing program. So a lot of people have looked at this from a bird's-eye view and said, oh, these players agreed to all these moves so that they could smoke. And that, I mean, these are this is a very owner-friendly, I think, team-friendly CBA, at least if you don't want to spend. This punishes some of the teams. Like, one of the reasons Golden State's been so good is because not only have they drafted right and they've had some bounce, you know, things bounce their way, like Steph Curry got an ankle injury and it allowed them to sign him on one deal and then eventually they could supermax him. And there's been things that, that have happened that have helped them, but they've always been willing to sign and go into that luxury tax. Sometimes they sign these guys where they pay him $8 million, but then in the luxury tax, they owe $60 million for that signing. And I've always credited the Warriors for doing that because they have an ownership group that wants to win. You know, sometimes you have ownership groups that just want to own the team. Sometimes you have ownership groups that just are like waiting to sell in 15 years. Sometimes you have ownership groups that are evil monster demons like in Oakland. And sometimes you have ownership groups that they want to win and they'll spend as much money to do it because they know that they're going to get a return on that investment uh, with fandom and tickets and all that kind of stuff. And they want to win. But this is going to penalize teams now that are trying to do that a little bit. But the players can smoke and not get tested. So win-win all around, I guess. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. I'm Bart Winkler. Let's get an update from the freshly shaven Greg Caserta. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. CBS Sports Radio. Good morning. I'm Bart Winkler in for Bill Ryder here on Writer Than You. Talk some NBA coming up in about 20 minutes. We should get some news, maybe regarding James Harden today. Today's the option for him, the deadline for him with his player option. We'll see what he does, what he wants his long-term deal to be, whether it's with Philly or Houston. Those seem to be the two suitors. Maybe somebody else jumps in the market here for him, but we'll find that out. And then free agency officially starts tomorrow, so we'll start to hear. I mean, everybody, people are talking. I don't. I don't like when they decide to give down tampering charges in certain situations because tampering's happening all the time. Players talk to each other, you can, but you can't, you can't like give tampering violations because of friendships. But then if an executive, uh, you know, if, if somebody has a deal signed, but then again, the Spurs or the Suns and the wizards can make a deal where the player's agent is the dad of the guy who works for the Suns. That's allowed. It's it's like so hard to police. Like it'd be it's like selling air. How do you sell air? It's air. It's everywhere. That's what tampering is. They're trying to they're trying to sell air. It doesn't make sense. And then sometimes they decide they can. It's some. It's it, I don't like it. It happens. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, so don't like do fake penalties sometimes. Because then there's teams that get you know screwed. When everybody else is doing the same thing they are. It doesn't make any sense to me. Travis Kelsey, NFL tight end, podcaster extraordinaire, Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, talked to Vanity Fair recently and was questioned about how much money he makes, how much money he could make. He says, yeah, my agents and managers tell me all the time that I am underpaid. He said, when I saw Tyreek go and get $30 million a year in the back of my head, I was thinking, man, that's like two to three times what I'm making right now. The free agent market looks fun until you go somewhere and you don't winning. I love winning. I love the situation that I'm in. Tyreek enjoyed winning, but he also wanted the money. So he forced a trade out of Kansas City. Got a four-year deal, $120 million deal with the Dolphins. Meanwhile, Kelsey has won another Super Bowl. He's still making a good salary. It's This is a good living wage if you can get it. Base salary is $11.25 million, which ranks for base salary 52nd among NFL players. He is making less than George Kittle, who's making 15 at his position, and Darren Waller, who's making 17 at his position. Travis Kelsey's base salary is also $3 million less than the dead cap hit that the Giants are on the hook for for Kenny Galladay. 
So the Gi- the Giants can't spend $14.7 million because of Kenny Galladay's dead cap hit, and Travis Kelsey is costing his team just $11.2 million. I think he's underpaid. I understand why guys try not to rock the boat. I mean, $11 million is a lot of money. And in most cases, anybody making that would be happy with it. The only the only problem why these I think a lot of these guys hold out is because they are elite at their position or elite at their job, and then they see somebody else making more money than them that they are not as good as or that they don't think are as good as them. They are better than. You know, you set the market and you get to be the – it's not even the money that is attractive to some of these players. It's the fact that you can say at one point you were the highest paid at your position because it is reflective of how good you are. But a lot of it's too reflective on the timing of when you sign your deal. And especially if the salary cap happens to go up a little bit as it did recently in the NFL where suddenly these guys are making the, – the, the highest guy right now in terms of base salary – Base salary. I mean, if I had you guys guess, you would give me a hundred different guesses and nobody would give it the number one answer. The highest base salary is $27 million, and that's Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is, what, a top 20 quarterback? Maybe. Jimmy Garoppolo is second. Jared Goff is third. Amari Cooper and TJ Watt. DJ Moore. Chris Jones, Trent Williams, Leonard Williams, Nick Bosa. So some of these guys do end up making more money through uh, bonuses and a signing bonus. Like Lamar Jackson's making $80 million this year. He's got some signing bonus money involved in that. But in terms of base salary, a number that these guys use to compare themselves, Ryan Tannehill is number one at 27. Now, in terms of tight ends, Kelsey is not too far off of... The top tight ends. I mentioned Kittle. I mentioned uh, Waller. But then if you look at some receivers, Mike Evans at 13 million, Marquise Brown at 13 million, Cortland Sutton at 14 million. I don't think that any of these guys have as much of an impact on their team as Travis Kelsey has on his. I tend to think that Kelsey is, I don't think that like the gap between one and two in tight end, I think might be the largest of all the positions in the sport. And I don't know, Tom, that you agree with that. I think Travis Kelsey should be making, he deserves to be making 20, 22 million bucks. There's no doubt that Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football and deserves to be the highest paid tight end in football. I would not. I would not pay him like a wide receiver. I would not do it. I think with the Chiefs last year, they lost Tyreek Hill, and it didn't matter who their receivers were. The gap that Travis Kelsey was able to make up for, he is such a weapon, and I I think he does deserve it. I I think I think the Chiefs should just be like, even at the mere mention, they should just be like, hey, here's another five million. We'll come to you. You don't need to ask us for a raise. We'll come to you. So that's what I, I mean. I I then again, he won me a fantasy title last year, so maybe it's just like me thinking he deserves more money. <laughs> I, know I that, think there's a big gap. I know that Kelsey put up those numbers, but Bart, are we convinced that Kelsey is the one that made up the difference with Tyreek being gone and that it wasn't Patrick Mahomes? Kelsey's a stud. I'm not trying to knock Travis Kelsey. He's an absolute stud. He's going to go down probably as the best tight end of all time. But look who his quarterback is. Yeah, he does have the best quarterback in the league. 
Uh, that is true. But, I, I mean, Blake Bell's not giving you these kind of numbers. Jody Fortson's not doing this for you, right? I Noah Gray. think whoever, whoever you think the run-of-the-mill tight end, give me the 15th or 16th best tight end in football. If you pair him with Patrick Mahomes, I think Mahomes is going to turn him into a pro bowler. Um, I don't know that I can disagree with that, but I also think that Kelsey is the top tight end and there's a huge gap. So that that's tough. You've got two guys that are together in a perfect situation. Mahomes being as great as he is and Kelsey being as great as he is. And I can understand why Kelsey wouldn't want to rock that boat. I mean, what's he going to, you're playing with Patrick Mahomes, first of all, and maybe he thinks, you know, maybe he agrees with you. Maybe he thinks like I'm good. I'm a I'm a tight end and I'm good. But I'm also getting the ball from Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I could go sign with the Rams and get uh passes from Matt Stafford. Will I still be Travis Kelsey if that's the case? You know, you see guys go elsewhere and it does take the shine off a little bit. Also, I think like I think a Donald Driver in this situation, being a Packer fan, Donald Driver, his career came to an end as a wide receiver and he could still have played. And he was getting offers, and one was from the Minnesota Vikings, a big rival of Green Bay. And instead of taking that money right away, he thought long-term. He thought, well, if I do that, that's going to alienate Packer fans, and they won't like accept me anymore because he just saw it happen with Brett Favre. And so he did not. He just retired. And now he is like the endorser of everything that is in Wisconsin. Uh, he is the endorser for... Zero in Wisconsin. It's the Click It or Ticket campaign for seatbelts and uh, safe driving. He endorses uh, a submarine shop throughout the state. He also endorses one of our gas stations. So he is everywhere. And I think in the long term, the goodwill that he has, like, you make up that money. I don't know that if Travis Kelsey left the Chiefs, if Chiefs fans wouldn't accept him, like, are you not going to buy a car from Kelsey Chevrolet in 15 years? because he went and played two years at the Raiders. I don't know that it would be that extreme, but there's something to be said about staying in one place, being that guy, being a part of that community, and winning. That's the other thing. They are winning. You know, If you're in a good situation, you're making $11 million, and you're winning, why do you want to risk it and make maybe $15 million with a situation you don't know? So if that's the tight end market, then Travis Kelsey is probably fine. If one of these other tight ends all of a sudden changes the game or inflates the number, then you might see some pushback from Kelsey. That's what happened with the quarterback situation. And all it takes is one team. You know, these quarterbacks were getting more money and more money. And then the Browns just decide to guarantee all the dollars for Deshaun Watson, who at the time, a couple of years ago, again, and we talked about this with Hopkins, Hopkins and Watson, man, what a combo that that was with Houston. Cause I really thought that like the top two receivers in the league were Devonte Adams and Deandre Hopkins. And there's other good guys, you know, Tyreek Hill had some moments too. You could throw in there, but I thought it was those two. And I thought the top two quarterbacks were Mahomes and Watson. And two of those guys are on the same team in Watson and uh, Hopkins. Now Hopkins is still unsigned. We don't know where he's going to land. He's got some interest from some teams, but doesn't seem to be anything imminent. And then Deshaun Watson, I thought, looked very bad. I did, I did not think he looked good at all. 
I don't even know that there were like moments that Browns fans can point to. If Browns fans are looking at Deshaun Watson and pointing to that's the moment right there, I see it in him. It's got to be in a Texans uniform because it did not happen last year, and it's still a big if. You know, that's another that's another team we can talk about. I talked about New England earlier, and are they a playoff team? Are they meddling? What should they be doing? The Browns are another team. There are going to be some good teams right now that don't make the playoffs or don't sniff the playoffs. And if you're one of these average contenders in the AFC, I don't know that it's better for you to try to get in and lose, or maybe it'd be better to try to, you know, rebuild this thing, acquire some picks and, and strike when the iron's hot a few years from now, when everybody else has kind of faded and run into a cap situation. But to bring it back to Kelsey and the Chiefs, they will be there. I think that would be the most shocking of any team that didn't make the playoffs. It'd be the most shocking if the Kansas City Chiefs didn't. What have they been in the last five AFC championship games? I think. I mean, this team has been, they've picked up right where the Patriots have left off. If you're in the AFC, it's impossible to, it's impossible to get through. You need like Peyton Manning to get through for Denver. There's always that stat. Like I think last year was the first championship game. Um, no, the the quarterback in the AFC championship game, it's featured Mahomes or Brady or Manning or Big Ben all the way back until 2002 when it was the Raiders or the Titans. I mean, it is tough to cut through in the AFC And as soon as the Patriots go away, as soon as they go away, because every team was trying, and I I know this as a Packer fan, you would say you can't compare yourself to the Patriots. That doesn't count. What they're doing can't be replicated, can't be duplicated. It doesn't count. It doesn't happen. And as soon as they go away, in the AFC steps up the Kansas City Chiefs, who have not only been in the last five AFC championship games, but have hosted the last five AFC championship games that the game almost got played in Atlanta because of the Bills situation. The NFL has to make up a scheduling change rule after someone nearly passed away on the field to take the AFC championship game out of Kansas city. They will be back. And for $11 million, you got a podcast that's making money. Why go anywhere else? Travis Kelsey. Jeff Zilgit, he'll join us. We'll talk some basketball, USA Today, NBA. We'll do that next. Bart Winkler in for Bill Ryder, CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.